Okay, so why am I here on an off day? Bet you're wondering why you're here on an off day. Yeah, it had me thinking. Okay, so yeah, so I thought it'd be fun since this is the final season. We all take a go at the limerick. The limerick? Yes. The intro limerick? Yes. Thanks, and I can tell you're excited about this new idea and direction, but I'm going to pass. But why? Liz and Trace write them. Matt reads them. You record them. No Victor needed. Oh, no. Everybody thinks this is a great idea. Yeah? Has everybody signed off on it? Absolutely, man. Okay. No. Um, but, but Liz said she'd put a hippo in it. A hippo? In a limerick? Tempting. Right? No. Fuck. Okay. Trace said they'd write a rap for you. Al, two things. First off, nothing would make my night uh, strike that. Nothing would go further in making my life worth living more than to get a rap instead of Matt, who so desperately wants one. And what's the second thing? Hmm. Oh, yeah. No. Victor, come on. Al, talk to me. What's this all about? What are you trying to get at? We got a good thing. People are taking time out of their lives to listen to the show. And you know why, Al? We're the go-to Letterkenny podcast. Because we have a format they like and have come to expect. I just thought it might be nice to spice it up. You know, keep it fresh. Will that be enough, Al? Or are you going to keep trying to maneuver the pieces of what's already a perfect setup? Which episode is it anyway? Snooters. Snooters? The one where the hicks are all wishy-washy on staying in Letterkenny? Should I go to Mexico and stay drunk on a beach? Should I follow Rosie to Vancouver and rescue pit bulls? Yeah, verdict is in, buddy. I'm probably going to hate that one. So as far as me doing the limerick, I must respectfully decline. Okay, well, I tried, but a no's a no, right? No hurt feelings? Of course not. I've got everything I need. Wait, what? Gotta go, Victor. See you Thursday. Al, uh, were you recording? Bye, Victor. No limerick for my ass. Time for some editing. Here we go. I night at Snooters has everybody thinking about the direction their lives are taking. Will the Hicks maneuver to Mexico or Vancouver? Or is life in Letterkenny worth making? Nailed it. That fresh produce stand there. <laughs> That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Doran's podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. What a mess. <laughs> it's Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> That was a train wreck, I agree. And that means we are once again hanging out at the Protestant podcast, paying tribute to everything in the universe. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letter Kenny podcasts out there. Uh, Not but, what I'm thinking. But this one prefers Hooters over Snooters. <laughs> I'm Al, your host, and filling in for Sick Tanya tonight from Virginia is the lovely Casey. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the very snooty Victor. And joining us this week... Uh, she's a Wisconsin girl living in Milwaukee. She enjoys camping, DIY, and home improvement. She's a loyal Green Bay Packers fan, but she doesn't actually own a cheese head. Please join me in making some noise for Sarah. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Welcome back to the produce stand, Sarah. Thank you. How are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Now, you've been on before. You were a contestant yeah. on our last uh, match game uh, episode, which uh, I hope you had fun at. I did. I mean, I came back. Yeah, so. you, you came back, so of course. Now, I don't remember if we covered our initial questions for you, so we're going to do that really quickly now. Uh, you're, you're speaking to us from Milwaukee, correct? 
Mm-hmm. And when did you discover Letterkenny? Uh, December 2019. 2019. Okay, so just before the pandemic, actually. Yes. All yeah. right. And um, when did you discover our podcast? A year ago. Okay. And and you've listened to, are, are you all caught up then? Yeah, I um, was working on a big project, um, DOI. Um, <laughs> so I was looking, I mean, that's why I started listening. I'm like, all right, this is going to be, I got through, I think I got through two years of the podcast while I was working wow. on wow. And sanding a bunch of boards, so. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's good, good, uh, good podcast listening activity, sanding. Sanding is, yeah, definitely something you can <laughs> listen to a lot of podcasts with. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we appreciate you joining us tonight and I uh, can't, but for, before we begin, first of all, last week, I have to apologize. Last week, I failed to give kudos to Cassie and Trolley for that cold open that they wrote. I know I have one job and I forgot. So I, I really, I, I kicked myself because right after, uh, in the after party, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to say what a great job they did writing that cold open. They did amazing. And I appreciate uh, the work that they put in. And uh, <coughs> this week's cold open <laughs> brought to you by uh, Trace and, and Matt, I don't know how much you had. Uh, so, so whether you loved it or hated, the concept was mine. <laughs> okay. Trace, Trace. Tra- Tate and Webb did their thing, but the that concept tracks. was mine. It just, and I'm dying. It turned out exactly as I expected, and it was amazing. So, kudos, Tate and Webb, for fucking. So basically, that. the concept is write a script between Victor and I, and then I piece together the limerick from that script afterwards. What a mess! The script I thought was great, but but it when I so when I put the limerick together, I'm like, oh man, I don't know, I don't know if this is gonna work but uh it was great okay i'm glad it was you guys worth every it. Yeah. penny <laughs> exactly zero pennies <laughs> i love you guys so much <laughs> and al thank you for cutting that together oh man made my day it, i needed that laugh it took a while but it was uh yeah it was it was well worth the work now <clears throat> before we get into the hurry now casey uh is joining us because tanya's sick uh, it's been a long week in this household and I'm, I'm afraid I might be next, but anyway, let's, I'm, I'm holding it together for tonight. Casey, thank you so much for, for coming off the bench. Uh, I just need to bring up a couple of things. First of all, you were showing off the bling that you won on the, the first annual 2023 TPS, uh, fantasy football pool. <laughs> well, and done. I think I'm okay with like Oh, but it needs to say 2024. Never mind. I was going to say I could send this to the next person. No, it's, it's no. all right. Like it, we'll, we'll run it again next year, and, and if they win, they'll they'll get a ring as well. I'm okay. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm impressed at how well it turned out. Like I I was expecting it to be plastic or something. So it looks Listen, great. With this bottle of Gus and Bruno and this ring, mm-hmm. I am in it to win it tonight. <laughs> like no better, nobody better knock on my door <laughs> with aggression because. Yeah, that looks like it'll put a dent in somebody's forehead. It will. I like. I don't know if you could hear that, mm-hmm. but it's it's not light. No, it's, it's a heavy. Awesome, that's good. So Hopefully, awesome. it doesn't turn your 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 uh, Thank you. finger uh, green. You're welcome. You you deserved it. You, you earned it. Uh, and also, I think you guys. So on the concept of the, if you guys do is year over year, you do need a trophy though of some sort. Like kind of like have you ever seen the league where they have the Shiva Bowl that they win? Yeah, but then every we'd year, have to send like, it around. Like the the ring, I can just send it to the winner. Yeah, 
that's what you win. <laughs> I, mean, I don't understand. Now you're missing the concept here. Okay. Go sports. Go sports. Go sports. Casey, you were also holding up another trophy. It was a Gus and Bruno yes. bottle of Canadian rye. And you're, yes. you got a t-shirt, you got the rye. Uh, what's your, yeah. Awesome. What's, um, what's your first uh, impression of the, the rye? Yeah, it's all right. I mean, I'm drinking it Wayne style mm-hmm. because I too am battling a cold. Right. It is not COVID, mm-hmm. um, but whiskey helps and like skip the hot toddies and just go straight for the whiskey in my opinion. So this couldn't have arrived. Oh, here you go. Yeah, that's the ring. It's it's delicious. It does have um some light notes, but um like I could see myself getting sloppy on a bottle of this with no problem. Okay. Some uh, sage advice it's, there for you. It's drinking whiskey. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right. So some double tapping whiskey then. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Here we go. How are you now? Tonight's lineup is Victor, myself, Casey, Matt, and our guest sir has last word. Victor, how have you been, bud? I've been good. I'm mm-hmm. drinking some Rush beer tonight. Like um, the band Rush? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know if Matt is like Adrian. a beer, beer connoisseur, so maybe he knows. I've never, I've never seen that one. Yeah, so somebody gave me some Rush beer for uh, Christmas, and uh, yeah, so I'm just working through it. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, so before we get anywhere else, we need to wish Fiona happy birthday. It was her ah. birthday on Wednesday. She turned seven. Um, Aaron, uh, send me a very lovely email reminding me of the event, which I was already well informed about, but, uh, <laughs> she's, uh, an official member of the hippo guild. So I, I mm. have to call her, call her out on that. Oh boy. Um, so that's good. How old um, is Fiona? Fiona? She's seven now. Seven. Okay. Yes. Lucky yeah. Seven. And it's a, it's a really wonderful story. I probably have talked about it before. You know, she was born premature. Nobody thought she would make it. And now she's look at her, look, look at her go now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a good sister to her little brother as well. So it's a very good, nice hippo family. Um, We're talking about the hippo, right? Not a child of yours. Is that right? <laughs> Might as well be talking. He doesn't love his children. I don't like your tone. I'm just asking for clarification. Settle down. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, so that's good. Uh, we had a pretty fun, uh, evening on Monday, uh, spending a couple of hours or, or so with, with with a nice friend or hopefully a new friend of the podcast uh i'll let maybe the, the others say more about that uh and uh been watching a couple of good shows um so watch the movie called i like movies and it's a canadian movie and it's really really good i recommend it for those of you that have netflix and and then a, a, a limited series mm-hmm. called Boy Swallows World. It's an Australian show, and it's from a book, and it's based kind of fifty percent on a ch- of on, on like of a true story and fifty fiction. Mm-hmm. One of the best minis, probably no, the best miniseries I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. Yes. That's a really big statement. Yeah, that it's is. a big statement. So miniseries <gasps> meaning there's not going to be a season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's you know set and done. I'm not going to say anything about it because I don't want to give it away. Uh, go watch it; you're going to love it. Uh, it's incredible. Okay, okay. that's high praise. Yeah. Sold. Thank you. Uh, all right, for my week, I mean, as I told you, my my house is full of sick people, and I'm playing nurse for the last I don't know since Monday. Um, uh, so not fun, but uh, <clears throat> my son's back at school, 
Actually, he, he got back to school long enough for one class, and now his exams start. And today is his birthday. It's his 17th birthday, so <laughs> we put a candle in a, in a Cinnabon and, and that was saying happy birthday to him, gave him his gifts, and uh, yeah, we couldn't do much because Tanya and, and Veronica are still kind of out of commission. Um, but then, yes, uh, Victor alluded to on, on Monday, we had Olivia Stadler on the podcast, and she was great. And our patrons have been enjoying that uh, interview for the last week. And on Monday, it'll it'll go out uh, free and live, free and wide to everyone on our um, uh, feed. And on Monday, we're going to welcome Ali Pierce. Um, so that'll be fun. And then that, that one will be available only to patrons for a week. So you, if you catch the um, uh, pattern there, uh, if you're a patron, you get these interviews a week before everyone else does. And I've already also booked... Ellen Jade, who plays Shania, and that's for that's in a couple of mon- uh, Mondays. So, uh, yeah, we're we're on a roll here. I want to try to keep this rig rolling as as much as possible, and and just you know, uh, make our way through that cast. It'll be it'd be awesome to get them all on. Uh, I just finished Twisted Metal, loved it. Thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, Victor or uh, Matt, have you watched it? <laughs> I was about to talk about that. Too. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so I'll let you talk about it, but I really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm starting now uh, Yellow Jackets, so I'm looking forward oh. to I've heard good things about that. So uh, It's look, on my list. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, Casey, how have you been? Whew. Uh, it's been a rough go of it, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. Uh, had a family death last week, which involved right. 20 hours on the road to and from New Jersey, which I was happy to do right. because yeah. um, it's my aunt, uh, my aunt's husband, mm-hmm. who were like uh, second parents to me. Um, so, but that takes a toll, right? Like 20 hours in one week, that's truck driving level. Yeah. It's a lot. And I had the kids with me and I had to get the oil change. It was just, it's a lot. Um, my, uh, I also did the video for the viewing. So, you know how they do the slideshow of the people. Mm -hmm. And then I gave the eulogy too, which is the first eulogy I've ever given. And if you've ever given a eulogy, um, it's, it can be be pretty intense um and if you ever are asked to give a eulogy and you need some advice uh give me a ring because it turns out i was really good at it can i just Um, get you to do it for me if i ever have to do it i mean we'd have to spend some time getting to know the person (laughs) that you know who died because i think the reason that my eulogy worked is because i knew my uncle so well oh it'll be it'll be for victor's funeral he wants you to give the eulogy at his funeral (laughs) oh i think aaron should but i'll help her (laughs) i'll be too busy weeping in the corner victor (laughs) I i love you too boo um so that was rough. And then we got home and I just sort of hit the ground running at work because I'm only one half of my office. And like, if shit doesn't get done, there's nobody else doing it. Yeah. So the longer I'm not in, you know, the more it piles up. But I did stay home today um, at the behest of my 11 year old, oh. um, who I feel like, good job raising him right. He was mm-hmm. like, Mom, I think you need to just stay home and rest. You've been pushing yourself too hard. Oh, wow. Um, you're sick. And just tell your boss who he knows by name mm-hmm. that explain to him the deal and just stay home. And wow. I was just like, holy shit. Yes, sir. So I did. Very and good. that's why I'm able to be here with you tonight. Uh, and we appreciate you being here. Now, when um, you were, you had a kind of some, uh, not doubts, but, but just some concerns about your, your, your boys going to this uh, funeral. How'd that go? How'd they? I did. They yeah. were amazing. Yeah because I had to deal with death so early on in my life. Right. 
I made it a point as they've grown up to make it not shocking. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't want to say this. We were now, in hindsight, fortunate to experience a pet death mm -hmm. before we experienced sure. a human death. Yeah. And so there was context for that. And yeah. my sweet son, when he first heard, had to take a couple minutes. And then when I finally rejoined him, he just looked at me and said, I just learned how to deal with Rocky's death. How am I going to deal with this one? Right. And I was like, mm, the exact same way. Yeah time, mm -hmm. talking about it, remembering, putting pictures up. So it was like, a, it was a really good experience and it could have been tragic. Yeah. Um, but I was really proud of them. They held in for a four hour viewing. Wow. Um, yeah. And nobody got COVID. I'm mm -hmm. still COVID negative, which is great, even though I feel like shit. Um, and they're super healthy. Um, I'm really proud of my relationship with death. It was hard earned and I'm, I'm thankful that they can, um, benefit from that experience. Mm -hmm. It gives a little purpose to my experience. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Owen, I, I forget how old he was when my grandmother died, but that was, he was young. He was maybe <laughs> three or four, but old oh, enough to kind of know what yeah. was going on. But, and yeah, Still not really. Tanya was like, should we bring him? Should we? And I'm like, yeah, he kind of needs to, we can't shelter them from this. This is like no. part of life. Right. Um, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, kudos and and i'm you know I'm, i i think it was the right thing to do to to, to you know to take them and stuff so um, yeah and yeah. i think the biggest advice that i would be so bold as to give in this moment to mm -hmm. anyone who's asking themselves that question that you asked like do i bring my kid to this yeah. is number one yes and then let them lead there's no right way to grieve right there's no you cannot force them have a backup plan have yeah. an option um, allow yourself to grieve properly, but mm -hmm. also understand that as a parent, you have to hold that space for them. And if they want to leave, make sure you, like my uncle took my kid, my oldest for a couple of walks sure. out of the funeral home. Like, just make sure you've got somebody there who's got you yeah. and your kids, whether it's your partner or close relatives, but like, let them lead mm -hmm. and let them ask questions and answer them. Honestly, don't sugarcoat anything. Don't use um, confusing language with them. Yeah, they're not don't asleep. To, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Don't yeah. say things like we lost them because yeah. a young kid is going to go, well, we can find them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like speak plainly, speak clearly, and just remind them that it's okay to not be okay yeah. because this is a hard thing. Okay, soapbox away. No, no, it was an important message. Thank you for sharing. Yep. Matt, have you been, bud? Well, first off, Casey, again, very sorry for your loss. Thank Glad you. to see you here tonight, smiling. Hopefully we can have some fun. Um, Absolutely. Happy birthday, Owen. And Tanya, I hope you feel better. Lots of stuff going on. Right. Yeah. Um, my week, again, I've been dealing with a sick household as well. I mean, myself, I was sick Fuck. through the weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, Jen's still a hot mess. Uh, being but, hung over uh, from your, your 40th birthday party doesn't that count That was the sick. weekend oh, before. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> I know it lasted a few days, but it's different. Different The timeline, you're mixing them up. Oh, here, sorry. But, okay, my bad. Um, he just weakened his immune system. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, the week's uh, hanging out with Olivia on, my, on was it Monday was fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, been a fun week. I did want to share one interesting moment this week and it was kind of a shocking yet not surprised thing so i was recently led on to um it's just, there's, there's lots of these out there the one i'm using is called usertesting.com mm. it's mm. um it's anyone can go on and sign up and if, if you get approved which is not a very rigorous process um you can then do user testing for companies all over the world 
who are like about to launch new websites, new products, new branding models, things like that. So basically what happens is you you pre-approve for these various tests and stuff, and then they present you a couple test cases, and then you speak out about what you're seeing and, and what your opinion is on it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you're clicking through websites, but basically you're testing their new theory um and you get paid for it. it's not it's not lucrative don't think it is but it's kind of fun i do similar work um for my own career so i thought it'd be fun to take part in some of this so all that to say i had an interesting one this week um they don't always tell you who the company is so in this case i don't know who it is but i was shocked when it, it was presented to me so you know they ask these these verifying questions and i get it and then what it said was um the concept was they're a tax company so they're they do your personal taxes for you um and they're like will you hire us kind of thing and the only thing that they wanted to know which completely caught me off guard was said we're about to show you two pictures of tax associates at our in our company and we want to ask you a couple questions about them mm-hmm. so of course i jump over and picture 1 is a black lady in mm-hmm. a dashiki okay. and picture 2 is an asian lady with glasses for what it's worth mm-hmm. and the only questions they cared about was which one do you feel more comfortable talking finances with? Cringe. Which one Which one would you be trusting with your money with? And, and I was what? like... This feels yeah. highly inappropriate. Right? So inappropriate today. Yeah. I'm like, really? Is this still happening? Yeah. And So the answer, there's only three questions that are basically all the same thing. Like, which one do you trust more? Mm-hmm. And it was like, Maria, Edith, or both. And all three, I'm like, both. Yeah. And I was like, as soon as it came up, I actually started, I'm, re- I'm watching it and I'm like, I, I stopped for a second. I'm like, I'm a little confused. I'm like, is this a race thing? Because mm-hmm. they're both look like lovely people. Yeah. They both, uh, and, and it gives you a little credentials. Like they've both been doing this for 10 years. Right. Um, whatever. I'm like, I don't give a shit what they look like. Yeah. I'm like, can they do my taxes? Mm-hmm. Is your company credible? Who gives a fuck? Like, uh, so I was blown away. And like, and as each question went, it was essentially the same thing. I'm like, I think I know what you're asking here, but you're not going to get it from me because this is a stupid question. Yeah. I'm like, the, the answer is who cares? Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, I, at the end, it's still user testing. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm shocked, but also not surprised this kind of thing still happens and still exists. But they threw it out there and uh, I took part in one. And I got 10 bucks for it for just a- answering this simple question. But mm-hmm. um, it was just it was very bizarre. And it's, the rest of it, I, it's feeling like you were the dairy in a group of DJs. Yeah, dude. <laughs> exactly. I was very confused. And most, I mean, I've done a bunch of these now, and most of them are like, hey, here's our new website page. What do you think about it? Right. Mm, yeah. Or some of them are like, here's our new name for one of our products. How's the name sit with you? Which totally cool. But this one literally just showed me two people's faces and said, which one do you trust more? I was kind of like, fuck you. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, anyways. Interesting experience. It stuck with me this week. I was a little bit shocked, but I wanted to share it because yeah, no, that bullshit still exists shared. in the world. Um, last year around this time, no, not around this time, near the end of winter, you were, were very excited because you had bought your your a snowboard. Yes. <laughs> but yes. you never got to use it because you bought it at the end of the winter. Uh, oh, yeah. I used that on the weekend. I haven't talked about that. Have I? <laughs> no, I thought Thank you. I'd Look at you, you teeing, me, you teeing me up like that, bud. <laughs> so, yes, I finally, for those watching the live stream, that's my snowboard right there, my Arbor Relapse. Mm-hmm. Bought it at the end of season. Hadn't got a chance to try it. So I took my two older boys out on the weekend, just a local hill, and uh, gave her a mm-hmm. shot. And it was so much fun. 
I was like, I miss it. I like we've had a really shitty winter up here. We've yeah. had basically one snowfall in Toronto, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it rains the next day and goes away. So you got a one day window to get out there. Um, but I'm so proud of my kids. They're both crushing it. My my middle guy it was his first time on a chairlift, and if you've never been on a chairlift or seen a chairlift, they can be pretty intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's 10 years old, and he got up. He fell the first time, but barely, and then for the rest of the day he was off and running. And I was so I'm like, dude fucking right like just crushing it so it was a fun day to get out um and, and i hope we can get out a couple more times for the end of the season yeah um, i thought about you when i saw those pictures and i'm like oh he finally got to use the snowboard only yes. halfway through january and i wonder if i that's know like... that, there's been no chance right <laughs> yeah, um it's been crazy and, and you did and i should quickly talk because you did touch on it as well twisted metal mm-hmm. so what do you think i've watched I, I haven't finished it oh okay i just found this so who whoever doesn't know twisted mm-hmm. metal is a show i think peacock does it but i found it on paramount plus uh, which I now have a subscription to. Um, it's based on an old video game mm-hmm. series where souped up cars with guns fight. Mm-hmm. It's like Mario Kart for adults kind of thing. It's or wild. For teenagers, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, teenagers. <laughs> and it's brutal. So they made a TV show out of it. Why not? Why wouldn't you take the simple concept like fighting vehicles and turn it into a show? And they did a pretty good job. Like I it's, loved it. Yeah. It's, had, yeah, it's it as fun. ridiculous as I expected. <laughs> Will Arnett does an amazing job voicing a giant psychotic clown driving an ice cream truck. Yep. So <laughs> I don't know. It's exactly what I hoped it would be. And I love um, the actress from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I forget her yeah, name. Yeah, she plays Rosa, right? Yeah, she's great in this. Yeah. Yeah, and Anthony Mackie's yeah, in he's, it. He's, um, he's really good, too. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's an R-rated flick. Don't it, lots it's of blood brutal. and stuff, but yeah, lots of blood yeah. and brutality. Um, but it's been a fun ride so far, so I'm looking forward to seeing how it wraps up. Mm-hmm. I think our it's friend Casey on, on in Discord, she uh, she got me turned on to it, and I and I gave it a, tr- a shot, and I loved it. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Sarah, that's mine. Hi, Sarah. How have you been? Good. Um. Yeah, so only thing going on for me this week is I finally bought my airline tickets to head down to Florida for a week. Ooh, exciting. Yeah, my parents are snowbirds, mm-hmm. so they're down there in the winter. So I haven't been down to see them since like 2018. Oh, wow. So like I've seen where, them. Where, whereabouts in Florida are they? Um, Outside of Tampa. Okay. Very nice. Very cool. Yeah, so nice uh, warm uh, trip. When, when's that happening? Um, end of mid, mid to late February. It's late. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. so in a month. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope it's good and cold when you leave, so that uh, you're not wasting <laughs> that trip on you know with the warm weather on on warm. They've been complaining all month yeah. that they've had to wear long pants and mm-hmm. long sleeves. I'm like, whatever. Amazing. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, just quickly, I want to go through our Twitter roll call and welcome to our new followers, Opinionated Lushes from Canada, uh, Blake Rudman, uh, Matthew Cullen from Seattle, Rev J from Wisconsin, uh, Good Pod, Good Pods, The Caving Runts, The Lunatic Serenade, Ger- Gerald Frascone Jr. from Princeton, Minnesota, Bear Vernaglia, Drunk with Buds podcast from the United States, Jonathan Munson, Big Rock Candy Mountaineering from Spokane, Washington, Eric from uh, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, Markford, Dan Lehman, uh, Christopher M. Settlemeyer from University of New Haven Criminal Justice Department, uh, Easy A from Winnipeg, Marilyn K., uh, Jason Hunton, Rex Easley from U- the USA, Fire Oils from Midwest USA, Anthony Burnt from 
San Diego. Was a bullfrog, Jeremiah from Spruce Grove, Alberta, Seismic Cinema, Gregory Day from Melbourne, Victoria, uh, Joe Siddle or Seidel, uh, Chet Valen from Louisiana, uh, Stephen R. Richardson from Washington, D.C., Doug Morales from Wilsonville, Oregon, Andy Snakovsky from Forest Hill, Maryland, Cat King Keefe from Alberta, Dirty Dan from. Come on, from Massachusetts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sully, uh, Ver- Veronica Stewart, Nikki Fabry from Lena, Wisconsin, <laughs> Matt Blosser from New Lex- Lex- Lexington, Ohio, PDX Hockey Dad from Minnesota, GC12, Sean, Jonathan Dysart, uh, Che and Fab from Toronto, uh, Kay White, Neferia from St. Louis, Dave, Chris Gentner from Denver, Colorado, Cian uh, O'Donovan, uh, or Sean O'Donovan, um, Hooper from Michigan, Heidi Carter, Julie, and Jerry Smith. Thank you for, for following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letterkenny. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode three of Letterkenny season 12. I'm a D-Gen. That episode received a fresh rating from Matt and our guest Jez, a clearance from Tanya and myself, and a compost from Victor. Uh, according to our scientific Twitter poll, 64.6% gave it a fresh, 313 gave it a clearance, and 42 gave it a compost. This week, we recap and review episode four of season 12, Snooters. Victor, have you done your homework? Snooters. It is. I've done my homework. Casey? Just. Matt? Twice. And Sarah? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Well, don't bore (laughs) us. Get to the chorus. We open with Derry sitting around a bonfire with his other pals, Mick and Jiving Pete. They're talking trucks. Mick is trying to convince Pete he should buy his 94 Dodge Ram, a $1,500 truck that he'll sell him for only $1,000. Pete ain't biting. Derry informs them that the Dodge Ram was the Motor Trend Truck of the Year in 1994. Mick chimes in with some bad math. Motor Trend's Truck of the Year 40 years ago. I ain't buying your 40-year-old truck, Mick. 30. For sure I ain't buying 30 of them. No, it's 30 years old, not 40. Is it only 30? I'd add that up again, Derry. Oh, 30 years old, not 40. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to trust you on this one, fella, but I'm pretty sure that it's... 10 uh, more good years on that, gal? <laughs> and you're saying it won Motor Trends Truck of the Year. And that's not debatable. That's fact. Not like all these numbers I keep adding up different every time. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Mickey smells blood. So when Pete asks if the truck has won any other awards, he starts making shit up. It won Car and Truck Magazine's Car or Truck of the Year. It also won Truck and Auto Cars Passenger Trend of the Year. Uh, Derry's confused, but Mickey's not done. The same year, it won Outdoor Truck Magazine's Sport Trend of the Summer. Derry's still slow on the uptake. Pete wants to get this straight. He wants to make sure he knows what he's paying for here. Uh, with every fake award Mickey adds to the truck's resume, he keeps raising the price. Now it's a $2,500 truck, but he'll sell it to Pete for $1,750. Pete agrees that it's a good <laughs> amount of awards, but he'd feel better if it won one or two more. Derry finally gets in on the action. Well, Daryl, didn't you just tell me it won Truck and Trends Motor Drive of the Year? Yeah, Inboard Motor Cars Auto Trend of the Summer, too. All in the very same year, eh? Can't forget Vehicle and Drive Magazine's Outdoor Car of the Truck. I figured it won now. Didn't it win Trending Truck's Best Passenger Drive, too? Hot damn, what a tally. Driving Sport Magazine's Trending Auto Motor, definitely. Swept the season. Just beat out the Silverado for Auto Truck Sporting Trend. I heard those Silverado guys were getting pissed on that one. Just squeaked by the F-150 for Car and Sports Trending Motor Truck. Why do you think I didn't buy that one? Because you're a smart man. Yeah. Looky, looky. All that for $17.50. Listen, it's a $3,000 <laughs> truck, but for you, I'll give it to you for two grand. Deal. Mickey and Pete shake on the deal. Cut to Derry standing alone afterwards. Your pal tried to sell you his old boat right after, but as your D-Ad likes to say, if you can float it, 
fly it, or fuck it, rent it. And wow, the opening theme. All right, Victor, wow. what did you think wow. of that cold, cold open? Uh, yeah, that was cute. Um, <laughs> I was just overwhelmed by putting them into their, sh- putting myself in their shoes mm-hmm. of trying to remember the lines of all of those fake magazines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, right? I just felt overwhelmed by that. And it's hard, I, and it's hard I enough to remember thought, the real magazines, but those fake ones are pretty out there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of even wonder if they kind of screwed up the names, but they left it anyway. Cause who, who would know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so it was cute. Like I wasn't like falling off the chair laughing at it all. I was just thinking you guys deserve everything you get. So, uh, you know, uh, you're all DJs, even dairy for taking part in that. And, uh, but, but yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, in the live stream, somebody, who was it? So Derry, it's great to be the, the smartest guy in the room. So Derry is definitely the smartest guy there. But Mickey's pretty smart, too. He's upping his price every time, and oh, yeah. Pete's just uh, lapping it up. I thought this was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed this one. Every time Mickey raised that price and and Pete was, like, more and more impressed with all these made-up awards, it was just, uh, yeah, I enjoyed this one. It was a lot of fun. Um, Casey? 100% bullshit around here. Um, <laughs> I feel like Derry is, like, in him, in this moment, he is every parent of siblings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because at first he goes from like, what the fuck is happening? Right. In the, and he's trying to figure it out. And then you can see at some point he just gives up and goes along with it. Yeah. And I've been in that conversation with my children so many times <laughs> where they're going in on one another. And I'm like, huh? And then somebody looks at me and goes, right, mom? And I'm like, fucking sure. Yeah, absolutely. Minecraft is blah. like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I feel <laughs> like Derry's the same way. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, awesome wants us to know in live stream the float it fly it fuck it line is from little kenny so uh, it did sound familiar but i couldn't remember where i heard it from uh matt what did you think of that cold open i loved it yeah i thought this was (laughs) such a fun uh fantastic cold open it was like they painted the picture these idiots so perfectly yeah (laughs) The, the math thing like when he said uh wait there's 10 more years 10 more good <laughs> yeah. years on this thing yeah i died i'm like you won me right there you yeah. couldn't get any better and then he kept up in the price i'm like this the banter between these two was yeah just so tuned in mm-hmm. i appreciated every minute and i love that they gave a cold open to a couple of guys other than the main characters for once i guess Derry was there but right. really this was mickey and jive and doing their thing mm-hmm. um and and i thought it was brilliant the the only thing I'll say about the float it, fly it, or fuck it line, horrible. And that says a lot about Derry as well, coming from his family, right? <laughs> you know, there's a whole debate in this season of whether he's actually a degen or not. And a line from that coming from his sources, right. I don't know. It's a little bit questionable. But yeah. um, the concept of this open I thought was great because mm-hmm. the other thing I took from it, I know it's jumping around here a bit, um, all those magazines and awards and all this shit, you know, anyone who's done any research on basically any vehicle that's ever come out, mm-hmm. you're going to find a thousand awards coming out in random magazines right. or editorials online yeah. that support the vehicle you're looking for. Those things are just dime a dozen, mean absolutely nothing for the most part. Um, and, and that's right. I, I took the joke all playing from as well. So mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic. Awesome. Except in 2013, where, where, where my car won car of the year. <laughs> Oh, oh, so that, that was real, but only that one's real, right? <laughs> yes. <Only that> one. <laughs> yes, Victor, you're very special. What do you think, <laughs> Sarah? You. <laughs> um, you guys pretty much covered it. The the 
joke about the price going up, the comment on how fake all the auto awards are just, mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, it really shows Derry how Mick is willing to use him. Right. But also, yeah, Derry's willing to go along with it. So. Yeah, there's a there's a, a good line that Mick uses later on about dairy that kind of explains that. Uh, so we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, here we go. Coming out of the opening theme, scene one, we open at the Skids After Hours Club. The place is jumping. Bonnie McMurray's dancing with Tyson. Uh, McMurray with Gail, uh, Tannis, Rold, Stewart, Connor, uh, O'Reilly, and Jonesy uh, are punching at the ground as per usual. They notice Katie. Dancing with Lily. Uh, cut to a smoky shot of the skid's basement floor. We see Wayne's boots joined by Tyson's boots and Bonnie's sneakers. Uh, Wayne comments on how smoky it is. Tyson thinks they have to smoke two smoke machines going. Bonnie believes there's 22 smoke machines going. In other words, everyone's smoking in there. Uh, Bonnie asks them both to dance. Wayne wonders how they can even find their way to the, around the place. The only reason he found a chair was because he walked his nuts into the arm of it. Uh, cut to Katie and Lily. Riley and Jonesy approach them. Lily immediately turns them down. It's way too hot in that place to have them pushing their horns up against their backs. She tells them not to bother with Katie either because they're moving to Mexico. Riley and Jonesy back up from this, back away from the snipes. Cut back to Wayne, Bonnie, and Tyson as they start to reminisce about the three uh, times Tyson and Wayne fought. You know, I fought this guy three times. Was there a third? You wouldn't remember the first because I knocked you out. With a sucker. What's your return in the second fight? Okay, now I remember the third. That was also kind of a sucker. Him or you, bud? Holy fuck, I'm tired just thinking about it. Yeah, I guess you get to a certain point in life where you're not in such a hurry to stand up when someone walks into a bar asking who's the toughest guy here. Let's dance. It's too hot to just stand here. It doesn't make sense. Bonnie drags Tyson back to the dance floor. Cut to Katie and Lily. Lily asks Katie where her brother is. Cut back to Wayne sitting in his chair. A pair of feet walk over and almost trip over his boots. It's Tannis. She asks Wayne if it's him. She just she just tripped over. It's a it's that smoky uh it's it's that smoky in the basement. Wayne answers, How did she know? Because she just kicked a steel toe. The toughest boots in letter Kenny. Wayne comments on how smoky it is. Tanny Tannis hard agrees. Then back to uh, Katie and Lily. You're really serious about Mexico, aren't you? Why wouldn't I be? Aren't you? I don't know. You're in a place like this after being in a place like that. You don't ever feel stuck? Katie doesn't answer. She just looks pensive. Cut back to Tannis and Wayne. Tannis starts reminiscing about, well, the early days. Hey, yo, so I stopped at a Mennonite produce stand today, and the ash from my dart dropped onto a hay bale and almost lit that fucker up. Oh, that could have been barley. Then I got deja vu. Well, that's a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, like, I've seen this before. Well, I'm pretty sure you have. Exactly. The time I burned down your produce then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, we were out of our minds then, eh? Yeah, you were pretty out of your mind then, Tannis. Yeah, and then the big brawl after. Whoa, baby. <laughs> well, no good deed left unpunished. I don't see that sort of thing going down anymore. But, like, because we're all pals? No, I just can't see myself caring about something enough to do, like... Uh, arson. Well, sure, it's a bit extreme. <laughs> or the brawl after. Well, could be worse things in a scrap. <laughs> like, as if I did a arson. Which we've established was a bit extreme. <laughs> yeah, and then I rounded up every tough dude on the res because I was like, fuck you, fight me! You are a rare breed, Tannis. Ah, your girl had some energy, fuck. 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 Holy yeah. fuck. Well, I guess I learned, you know, you don't try that shit with the toughest guy in Letterkenny, huh? Well, I do want a lot. Mm. Given the chance again, I think I'd make more of an effort for things to simmer a wee bit so it doesn't get to, like, 
the arson. Yeah. I guess you know, it's a certain point in your life where you're just like not in such a hurry to brawl with a bunch of Indians, eh? Anyways, later, boo. Oh. Fuck, tuck in those steel toes, dickhead. You could kill a man. Lots of flashbacks and during that interaction. Cut to Riley and Jonesy trying to process what they just heard from Lily. Katie might move to Mexico. The skids over here. Fuck Mexico. Colombia is like right there. Super snooters. Uh, back to Katie and Lily. Lily's editor loves the farmhouse photos. She wants Lily to shoot the rest of Letter Kenny on her way out tomorrow. And then cut to somewhere in the smoke-filled basement. We hear McMurray call out for Wayne and Wayne answering in a sort of game of hick Marco Polo. Gail's there too. They all complain about the smokiness. McMurray tries to follow Wayne's voice to find him. Found him. Polo. You sure? Well, either I've got two hands around his bicep or Dick Skin's horn. Wayne, how are you now? Good and you? Well, not so bad. Holy fuck, McMurray. We finally stuck the landing on that treaty. I'm really proud I of I can't him. believe it. Fuck, now you're talking to I know I was going <laughs> to say. McMurray! Well, uh, Gail and I were just, uh, just talking about what a good guy you are. He's a real good guy. Oh, he's a great guy. Thank you. Yeah, and you want to know why? Mm-hmm. You're a good brother. Yeah, you're a real good brother. You're a real great brother. Oh, it's good to be great. Yeah, like, remember that time Jivin was honking and hollering at Katie in the street? Fucking D-Gen. You held him down on the ground in the dead of winter till he apologized. Well, Katie's hoofed a box or two in my defense as well. Yeah, but going after Dierks takes the cake. Fucking yank. You got pretty near everyone in the whole town to defend her. Dierks. Oh, I... It's lucky we all had the day off. Day beer's day. You're right, Wayne. You're not penciling the day off anymore. Got so much touring. We're all getting pretty busy, big fella. So much chores. And the price of gas. Can't forget the price of gas. Pricey as a cocksucker. Oh, no. Pull your pants right down. He'd have to meet us halfway with the price of gas. Yeah. Well, I guess you get to a certain point in life when you're not in such a hurry to drive to Michigan to beat the shit out of some dude who fucked with your sister. And speaking of Wayne's sister, Gail asks him who Katie's cute friend is. Cut to scene two, finally out of the skid's basement. Kate and L- Katie and Lily arrive at the farmhouse. Lily asks Katie for a nightcap. Katie's too tired. Lily turns to John Deere, a.k.a. Wayne, asks if he wants a beer. Wayne would have a beer, so they have a beer. Lily sits in Wayne's usual spot at the produce stand, so Wayne takes Derry's usual spot. After sitting there for a silent beat, Lily asks Wayne why he's sitting all the way over there on the other side. Wayne answers to see if the grass is greener, and if he sat closer to her, then he, they'd never know. So Lily gets up and moves over to Katie's lounger. Tell me about you, John Deere. Oh, a lot of green, bit of yellow. Got a girlfriend? Yes. Yes? Yes. On the rocks and same. Oh, there you go. What's the problem? Shouldn't air your dirty laundry. We're just talking. Shouldn't tell tales out of school. Where is she now? Vancouver. Oh, my goodness. You ever been out there? No. You won't want to come back. Oh. Mexico's my Vancouver. Want to know why me and my guy are on the rocks? Shouldn't air your dirty laundry. He's stuck. Shouldn't tell tales out of school. I love our town and I love our life there, but every year we go to Mexico with my family and every year I can't wait. I'm so excited, you know? Yeah, I think I know. But when it's time to come home, I'm not excited, you know? Yes, I know. I've asked him to move down there, but he can't picture it. He's stuck. Well, life's short, gotta live it. Exactly. Lily sees her opportunity. She gets up out of the lounger, sits on a cooler right beside Wayne. She asks him if he's ever heard of the three L's. Wayne answers, live, laugh, love? Nope, leave life lived. She leans into Wayne, but he doesn't move. After another long beat, she gets the hint. She gets up, thanks Wayne for the beer, and bids John Deere goodnight. Scene three, cut to Modine's the next day. Riley and Jones are having beers with the skids. 
Neither of them slept the night before. Riley and Jonesy because of the bro dudes. The skids because of all the snooters. Riley and Jonesy are feeling down about the news that Katie is moving down to Mexico. This news disappoints the skids as well. Columbia is right there. And they have superior snooters. Uh, Riley says they really don't want her to go. Then a voice from another table says, tell her, tell her that. It's Tannis and Shania. They ask Riley and Jonesy why they don't want her to go to Mexico. Mexico's fucking rad. Uh, Jonesy says they go way back with Katie Cat. They've had their W's, taken their L's, and they've worked through a ton of adversity. Uh, they've accepted a long time ago that Katie doesn't want anything to do with them anymore, but there's just something about that girl. The tits? Oh, for sure the tits. Unreal tits. Divine. I could drop an ounce of pre just thinking about him, but... No. <laughs> an ounce of That's not it. <laughs> the ass. Oh. <laughs> Unreal you ass. Dumb Stupid. Dumb. Just caught that. <laughs> I rear ended Miata daydream about it one time. But that's not it either, boys. There's something else. She's special, boys. Well, then make her feel special. What? What? How? What, do I look like the fucking Oracle? She's not your mom, pussy. What does Katie like? What? What? Get off your ass and figure it the fuck out. You make a girl feel special, she's yours forever. Really? She might fuck some other guys here and there. Yeah, she might fuck some other guys here and there. But basically, yeah. We can help. We've got lots of energy. Yeah, let us help. We're not tired at all. Now, I don't need to sleep at all. <laughs> buddy. Stuart loves Katie, and he thinks that he's, it's just as likely that Katie fall again for him than for Riley and Jonesy. Shania doubts that. Riley and Jonesy thank Tannis for their advice. Next scene, at a gas station, a red pickup truck pulls up to a pump playing... Uh, loud, heavy music. On the other side of the pump is Wayne gassing up his pickup. Katie's in the passenger seat. The owner of the loud red pickup is Mickey. He gets out, starts gassing up, then greets Wayne and Katie with a how are you now? Uh, neither of them respond. Look, you don't talk a lot, but it looks like you got lots to say. We're not that different, eh? We all come from good, hard-working Canadian stock. My new pal Daryl, he's a good guy? He's a really good guy. He's a great guy. What do you got against me at the end of the day, huh? No, yes, I got a little bit drunk. And I bumped into your sweetie, Super Chief, but what's with the hostility? You're a D-Gen. I'm not a D-Gen, I'm just friends with them. Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. You know, I knew Daryl was a gopher. You know, he'd go for this and he'd go for that. Must have been a reason he'd go for us now. Must have been missing something when he'd go for yous. Like a family. That last comment hit a nerve with Wayne. If you're gonna go so low as that, suck my dick while you're down there. <laughs> Derry's flying a wee bit too close to the sun right now. Chasing skirt. My sister's name is... I don't give a fuck. But yous are degens. And I'm just friends with... Show me your friends, and I'll show you who you are. Derry's walking pretty tall right now, but it's only a matter of time before you show him who you are. And if he gets hurt, trying to catch a fallen knife out there with yous, that dog will hunt. Next scene, back at the farm, Squirrely Dan is sitting alone at the produce stand, wearing his Mennonite hat, watching Lily drive off. Not only is he wearing the straw hat instead of his usual overalls, he's wearing pants with suspenders and eyeglasses, looking more and more like a full-blown Mennonite. Scene six, cut to a cut to t- uh, Camp Degen. Once again, Mickey is yelling and threatening a mutt. Uh, Derry asks him, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? With me? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, your old friends, that's what. I don't think I have any old friends. Wayne and Katie. <laughs> yeah, but they're still pretty young. <laughs> that's not what I meant. I meant... Oh, now I see what that is. Like, from the past? Right, <laughs> like, so not literally old. 
like we're your new friends and they're your old. From before. So not literally old. Not in age. Yeah. No. Well, I still think I wouldn't call them my old friends considering they're. Well, they ganged up on me at the gas station. What? Yeah, and assaulted me. What? Verbally. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing for free, Chuck. If I hear either of them speaking my name around town, oh, there's going to be a predicament. Speaking your name? You know, like when rap guys are beefing and stuff. Put some respect on my name. Don't speak it unless you're going to put some respect on it. On what? Put some respect on his name. It's not as if it's cheese whiz. Put some respect on it or pull up. Pull up? Catch me outside. How about that? What do you mean pull up? You know, pull up. Jiving Pete interrupts the lame oh, rap fuck. battle. He got a handful of straws. He proclaims it's Saturday night. Everyone gets excited, except for Derry, who's confused. Pete asks Derry to draw a straw. He obeys, but asks what's it, what it's for. He doesn't get an answer. So far, he's the short straw. Pete goes to give the, straw, the rest of the straws out to everyone else. Uh, Derry once again asks what the straws are for. Harley finally answers. It's for a little game they play on Saturday nights called Run and Gun. She, uh, she says he's going to love it. Uh, the person who draws the longest straw gets the gun. Mickey pulls out a rifle, and the guy who draws the shortest straw gets to run. Radass has drawn the shortest straw. He goes around frantically looking for someone else with a shorter straw, cursing in fear. Uh, Mickey cocks the rifle. Harley grabs Derry's hand. Let's have some fun. Next scene. Cuts to Katie walking somewhere in the dark. Mariachi music is playing in the background. She calls out for Riley and Jonesy. She finally finds them dressed in Mexican ponchos and sombreros. The skids are also there. Uh, Rold is dressed as a matador, and Stuart's wearing a luchador's mask and hanging a piñata. There are tiki torches, a tiki bar, and a picnic table. Katie asks what's going on. Riley is spicing up the carnitas. Jonesy offered Katie a spicy margarita, three ounces just like she likes them. I'm going to need a fucking matador. Rapido. Why Mexico? Colombia's like right there. What do you mean, why Mexico? I don't know. We just wanted to like show you that whatever you can do in Mexico, you can also do it like right here. Sunshine, tacos, tequila. Look at this beautiful beach. It's basically an all exclusive. <laughs> we don't have an iguana, but I could nair a squirrel for you. Can I get some of that nair before the squirrel you Nair a squirrel? This is kind of fucking sweet, boys. <laughs> wanted to make you feel special. But I'm not moving to Mexico. No? I'm just flirting with the idea. Colombia's like right there. Superior snooters. But why? I think I'm just feeling a bit stuck. Next scene, Wayne walks into Modine, sees McMurray and Tyson sitting at a table having beers. He approaches them and asks if their phone's broken. They both act very coolly towards Wayne. Tyson asks Wayne if he's one of them too. McMurray adds, because if he is, he ain't welcome. Wayne's confused. He asks him if they're rehearsing a play or something. Uh, McMurray throws his phone at Wayne, asks him if he's seen it yet. Wayne, still confused, looks down at McMurray's phone to see the video of Derry with the D-Gens proudly yelling, I'm a D-Gen, to a whooping crowd of D-Gens. They made him do it. Don't matter. He done it. I need you to come help me pull him out of there. I hate D-Gens. Always have. Third generation. Fourth. Well, you're preaching to the choir, bud. Fuck D-Gens, Wayne. And if Derry's a DJ, then fuck him too. Final scene, cut back to the DJ camp. They're all excitedly heading to an open field with Derry in tow. Not so excited. Alliston, Al- Alistair Orson Westwood Yates drew the long straw, so he'll be shooting. He's a good shot. Derry can't believe he's actually going to shoot Radass. He's having doubts, but Harley talks him off the ledge. He's a DJ now. That's what they do. 
Radass takes one last pull of his beer and starts running across the field to yells and cheers from the others. Derry just stands there watching, mortified. Yates fires some shots and that hit just behind Radass. The, mo- the mob cheers louder. Derry starts to walk away, but he's stopped by Harley. I'm going home. Why? This isn't for me. You're a DJ, aren't you? Aren't you? You show me your friends, I'll show you who you are. You've been here so long, they've forgotten about you, Big Shoots. They ain't thinking about you for a second. So you can run. I don't know where you think you're running to, because I can promise you it ain't the way you left it. You know, to us DJs, we stick together. So stick with us. Because without us, you're alone. Cut to Wayne, who's hiding in the bushes and witnessing the entire ordeal, and we fade to black. That's the episode, folks. Victor, you're up first, bud. What did you think of this episode? Uh, wow. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think the the first thing to say is that this episode does nothing to uh, redeem or fix anything that was broken with the previous episode. So let's just... Let's oh. just park it there. Okay. Uh, so, so this episode, I I really enjoyed everything about it. My, I guess my um, only kind of gripe with it was just the skids night uh, nightclub. Mm. Is nobody wanted to be there. Everybody was having a horrible time. It was sweaty, and um, there was you know uh, nothing to drink. And no, the Brody. Every, uh, brody. brody. Oh, was, I, you know, well, I no guess alcohol. People were drinking things. Yeah, yeah just Brody. Okay, well, before we, I mean, on their on their way there, they said they were going to be from the previous episode. They made it seem like let it go, there. dude. Anyway, so <laughs> there you know. go. There's a continuity issue, but 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 no, regardless, they said in the <laughs> last episode they said they 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 can't have alcohol, but they can have bro dudes. So they had bro dudes. Oh, did they? Okay, yes. okay all right, all right. Anyway, um, it wasn't. It it was it was. They used it well mm-hmm. to, to do all the flashbacks, right? So, mm-hmm. so it was good for that. So, kind of, so I let it pass. Um, but as soon as they got out of there, for me, that's when kind of the episode really got going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and complete opposite was the last episode. I really didn't like the DJ uh, uh, scenes and the, I guess, the storyline that kind of was moving in the previous episode. This was completely turned on its head, and it was the best part of the episode. Uh, you know, the storyline with Katie, um, it was kind of cute and stuff like that, but it was, you know, it's just kind of a sub subplot. Uh, the, the skids were kind of almost unnecessary in, in that whole, uh, process. Mm. It was funny with the dum-dums. Um, they, they, they kind of haven't evolved at all. I guess they evolved a little bit in terms of now they see Katie as more than just, uh, uh tits and ass, but they still are looking at her as a single unit, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> They're completely unaware about that. And, mm. and she's completely unaware. So that's, that's, that's a really funny part about it. Uh, even though it was a really short scene with Dan, it was hilarious. Just the way he was dressed. Mm. It, it was gold. <laughs> I can't wait to see where that goes. Um, but overall, just a really, really solid episode. And uh, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. All right. Uh, I didn't see that coming. All right, <laughs> let's see. No. Uh, I am. Um, I love this episode. Uh, I, I like it when comedies get really serious because it makes the comedy that pop that much more. And I love the 
there's a lot of dramatic stuff in this episode, especially, and I think somebody called it out in the live stream. The uh, scene at the gas station was, was a killer scene in terms of like dead serious, but just it, it set up the stakes and, and uh, the stakes are dairy. Uh, and um, I loved, I really, really enjoyed that scene. I really enjoyed the scene uh, uh, with uh, Lily and Wayne. Once again, she trying her best to, to flirt with him and he's not Ew. having any of it. Uh, I gotta say like, uh, he's, he, uh, yeah, well done Wayne. Cause, uh, I don't know if I could have <laughs> held back. Um, it was uh great see all of it. The flashbacks really enjoyed them. Um, the call back to the gooses. I don't know if you guys caught that one either. Oh yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun, but, uh, the, the flashback to Tyson, the fights, I don't remember the third fight though. Uh, can somebody remind me what's the third fight? Awesome. will remind you. Yeah. Awesome. will remind me about the third fight. Um, but um, yeah, there's that and uh, Tannis and I just love how I mean this is all about them getting older and and all that stuff that used to be see, seemed so important to them seven years ago <laughs> isn't as important and now it kind of seems silly and I love that it's not a throwaway line it's a really funny line I said yeah it's a good thing we all had that day off when they all drove down to Michigan to beat the shit out of Dirks. I remember an age when we could drive three yeah. hours on a whim. Can't do that anymore. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, all, I mean, this is all about, you know, getting older and, and things that used to be important, not being as important and, and laughing about it. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I really enjoyed this episode. Casey. Oh, you guys, this season has been a struggle for me and I haven't talked about it much, but I, I've agreed with Victor more than I ever have any season. And I I'm in therapy for that. Um, except this episode. Um, I, I have a lot of criticisms. I'm not a fan of the only shoes shots. Like, I, I don't know why we only got shoes during this conversations. And then where was the smoke when Katie and the dumb thumbs <laughs> and the skids were all talking like, right. Yeah, we've been in that basement. It's not that big, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, like, and if they're using, like, two smoke machines or 22, then how are the girls not affected by it? I It just didn't work for me at all, that scene. Um, the So, yeah. So we, the, we, we do agree on that one because that was yeah. the part that I could leave behind about this whole episode. Yeah, yeah, we do agree. Um, and then, uh, listen. I'm going to go out of order because I think my notes are out of order. Um, the oh, the scene at the produce stand at night. I love the produce stand at night. I, I I wish this show wasn't over so we could get more night shots of the produce stand. That first shot that we get at the end of, what is it, 10? Or no, 11. When they're after they beat up Jive and Pete and the DJs the first time and they're all yeah. just stoic at the produce stand. Like, I just love the vibe of the produce stand at night. Also... Um, the sexual tension, sex, 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 for you, Tanya, um, is through the roof between Wayne and this chick. Um, and also, I have a question uh, for Billy, if you're listening. Uh, how do you make Wayne's eyes sparkle like that? Like, I don't know if you guys notice, <laughs> but like, as she's walking away, Jared's probably not moving, but his eyes are following her. And they are twinkling. And that's literally the only movement we get out of him. And it's not fair. Like, I died when I saw it. I was just the like. the TikTok filter. No, I don't. I don't know how they lit that. I, I just don't understand. Um, respectfully. Like, holy fuck. Those eyes. Wow. Um, 
Dum Dums and the Skids doing uh, Mexi Night for Katie. I have to say, Ashley Nay, who is a uh, head, head hairstylist for um, Letterkenny and Shorzy, um, and hopefully did an a future guest yeah. <laughs> job with Katie's hair when she's walking toward like the uh, I, Ashley knows I love her. Um, she might not know I have a major crush on her, but she she's done so well with hair on both shows. So shout out to her. Um, to take it back to the gas station scene, I'm prepared to make that my number one scene of the entire 12 seasons. Um, I, I love know. all your criticisms, by the way, so far. Oh, thank you, Victor. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Thank you. Um, I don't know why Mick has to be so damn handsome. Um, I wish they made him a little uglier like Pete, but I guess he has to be uh, separate in a way for the argument that he makes with Katie to work. My mom raised me with show me who your friend, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. So when that came out of Katie's mouth, I was like, these are my people. Like I didn't even have a doubt about that. And of course um, in the pre-show, you know, while you're down there, suck my dick is <laughs> just, that's it. You can end yeah. the episode there in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Did anyone catch that line? Uh, um, Harley saying, uh, what was it? Um, oh, Mick says that his straw, uh, dairy straw is shorter than, than, Oh he yeah. Is. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. his sister says, yeah, it is like, she's- yeah, it is. Yeah. Like she knows. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> gross. Um, who runs in a straight line anyway? Mm-hmm. Like if you're playing run and gun, why are you running in a straight line? You're giving these guys too much credit. This is, <laughs> no, I know. no, no. In a game like this where, you know, you're not oh, going to shoot the guy. You have to run straight. Otherwise you're going to get hit. It could be you could accidentally run into the next shot, maybe. Is yeah, exactly. what a fucking degen. Come so on, haven't you ever game. played a degen game before? What's not wrong? running gun? <laughs> you never shot, fired Roman candles at each other. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer these questions. But if you're degens and you got a gun out and you're playing running gun, mm-hmm. like why are you not actually serpentine, trying to shoot serpentine. each other? Like you're degens. Don't I just it, there wasn't any, mm-hmm. I didn't buy it. And, uh, yeah, I just, I hated that. I hated run and gun actually. Um, it's, it's like if you're ever in Rome and you have to cross the street, you got to cross straight and don't zigzag. Otherwise you're going to get hit by a scooter or a moped or, 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 or yeah. So, so there you go. Prego. Okay. Thank you, Victor, for clearing that up. I still think it fucking sucked. Um, I did like watching Derry. Um, I liked the slow-mo shot and the movement of all the DGens sort of like enjoying themselves and Derry's just there. Mm-hmm. Also, Wayne's fucking eyes again in the trees. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Jared's gorgeous. Everyone knows this, but what the fuck is happening with his eyeballs in this episode? It's like magic and entrancing and a little intimidating. And on that note, I have to say, I had to say, um, to everyone on Reddit or everywhere else who's crying Kiso for Wolverine, no. Um, give me Kiso <laughs> as Bruce Wayne and Batman, and then we can talk. Oh. Um, because the he's got the steeliness, he's got the poise, like the way he he's just it's got the jawline too. Oh fucking hell, right? Mm. Woo. Yeah, but he doesn't wear belts and Batman wears a utility <laughs> belt. <laughs> Batman, where's your utility belt? I got pants that fucking fit. Do you see how much better it works now? Like, it's just so much better that Wayne is Batman. Um, Bruce Wayne, Wayne, hello. 
Um, so overall, like I, out of all of the episodes, this one made me laugh the most. Mm. Um, but I feel like the best scenes were given to the DGens. Mm. Um, and oh yeah, Dan, what the fuck, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Just holy moly with those glasses and the I just it's like he's waiting to get picked up mm-hmm. by the Schmellies. Mm-hmm. Like just all by himself at the produce stand, like a kid waiting for a bus. So good. Please, please pick me up and throw me on the back of the cheese wheel. Um yeah. So uh, eh, yeah, it was all right. Out of all the episodes so far, um, it was my favorite. But Okay. Matt. So I'm a little torn on this one, oh. um, and I'll explain. So I'll start I'm with what I... for my spatula right now. <laughs> I know. I'll, no, no, I think we're aligned on a lot. Don't worry. I think we are. I just want to, I want to take it a bit further. So I will well, start with what I didn't like. I actually have some real criticism on this one for what I didn't like. The snoo- snooters. I didn't like that scene at, at all, to be completely honest. The, the, um, in the basement? They, yeah. I, there was, there was a lot about, so... They set this up. I was excited to see what they're going to do with it. And I feel, in my opinion, they misused this setup. Mm. Um, first off, I'll, I'll touch on what Casey talked about with the smoke. That, to me, is a continuity thing. I know it's a comedy. I know they kind of go goofy. But mm-hmm. they you got to either, when you, when you make a gag like the smoke, and it's too smoky in here, either lean into it fully or don't right. do it at all. So. It didn't make any sense. Like I can't see anything. And then they kept cutting away to fully visible scenes mm-hmm. um, with the rest of the party. So that, I mean, coming from, and not that I ever really got into the industry, but you know, I learned a lot about continuity. I definitely look for it in shows that bothered me. Mm. Um, but so that was, but, but Matt, that was the whole point behind the feet shots, right? Cause I, I get cause there's, that, there's, but- there's blocks of smoke and there's blocks of lighter. No, smoke. they if you're, no, tw- if you're using twenty one smoke machines, it's a small basement. That place is like nobody's <laughs> seeing shit. So you can't. Yeah, but maybe cut- they didn't count well. No, no, <laughs> no. So the other option is they did it on purpose. And if they did, I don't understand if yeah, it like I didn't why. understand the bit. I didn't understand right. the bit. If I that's didn't get it. it. So yep. they, they could have done that whole scene just on feet, and I would have laughed. Ugh. Right. It would have been a weird one. I know it would have been too, meant too much feet, Matt. Poor Trace. Poor Trace, Trace would have hated it yeah, too. But we all it. knew the boots. We yeah. saw each person's boots. We yeah. know who they were, which was kind of hilarious to me. But that bothered me. I didn't know that uh, McMurray wore motorcycle boots. That's that's interesting. Is <laughs> it McMurray the, with the the motorcycle boots? The other thing, so. and maybe unpopular opinion, I I detest flashbacks. Like uh, the way they did them. I I'll tell you some of my favorite shows ever all have one episode where they dedicate to, hey, remember that time? And mm-hmm. they throw it back. They throw it back. Mm-hmm. So as soon as that scene started early in the episode and they got to like the third flashback, went, holy fuck, don't let it be one of these. And thank God they pulled out of that. Right. But that's I, what she said. I, I Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> Matt, uh, let me let me counter this because I agree with you to a certain extent. I don't mind flashback episodes. This no. wasn't a flashback episode, though. The, the, no. The reason for the flashbacks was to show how far they've come. Right. But we all know the show and I, and and I get it. There's always reasons that you can argue that for any show that does a flashback episode where they're like, let's relive some of how we've come. And, and I'm like, in my opinion, I don't need it. That's just, I, my, I, like, I, I rem- just feel like the test is a very strong word. Mm-hmm. For, for I don't. Well, no, I don't. And, and again, this is, I, I'm sure it's an unpopular opinion, but I have like, again, the office as an example, does a full episode like this. I've watched the op uh, the office 
series probably nine times through. Every time I get to that episode, I turn it off. Yeah, I but switch. every every sitcom care. ever used to do that, right? Yeah. But, but and, they, I, and I and I don't watch any of them. As soon as I realize it's a flashback <laughs> episode, I change because, it. Because, because you're living you don't like happiness, Matt. You living, clearly don't like happiness. I love happiness. Oh, in, okay, <laughs> things are different. So the, the whole reason for flashbacks, right? Things are different now. People are spoiled. They can stream their entire show over a weekend these days. Yep. It, there's no need for flashbacks. Yeah, but back in great. the 80s and 90s where this uh. all started, you would get one episode a week. And then, it, you know, halfway through the season or at the end of the year, Matt. you need a flashback or or three seasons in, you need a flashback to just Fair. remind you of all the good times. I have Fair. a bad memory, so I appreciate the flashbacks. Fair. And that's what I said. I said it was an unpopular opinion. Sure. I just don't like well, it. Seems, like, Casey I seems to agree with you. Casey, do you agree with Matt? I totally agree. Yeah. And I think we you get to the age where flashbacks become nostalgia. And uh-huh. I think that's where Victor's like, yeah. you know, sitting. And that's great. Matt and I being, you know, a bit younger, um, I think. But but don't you agree that the flashbacks are because it's the theme is they're thinking about like they're they're growing up. They're yes. like here's my opinion what? on flashbacks. It's lazy. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it. Thank it's you. Fucking lazy, yeah. and I don't like it. And it insults the the viewer. Like the, it's much more interesting to say it and not show it. It, and force people to go back, and that might be my marketing mind. Thank you. But it does it in in the no context no that the opposite is up, true. Uh, Casey, no. in a visual medium like television or movies, you show it, you don't say it. If you can yeah, show I it, think, you don't I, say I, it. I think, Time out. I think I give Time them out. a pass because it's the final season. We're on a podcast, and you didn't have to describe fuck all about that scene it was 100 percent dialogue straight through and the only indication we got on this podcast of there's any flashback was a tiny little stinger shh, and that was annoying but like <laughs> I, I i just have to fundamentally disagree mm. because they're talking over the thing and they're showing that they're showing scenes from old shows that we've all committed to memory and it, sure we it, have the trying, super fans have but 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 those but those scenes are so quick they're so so short. So like why not, put them in anyway? Because you I got to you gotta break to, up the to, shots oh, of the shoes. No, to, to give us a break from a from a from a really bad Sarah. from a I really bad it. scene to begin with. Where Sarah. we're just looking All right, at let's, let's let's go let's go to Sarah. And, 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 I have a theory. Yes. Sarah, please, go. please save us. <laughs> oh, there's five. So take us five. That you know, we're not seeing faces or anything, so it's turning it into basically an audio uh like a podcast. Mm-hmm. Reviewing some of the best scenes, sort of like we do all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, sort of Wait, our- did they steal our concept? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. But I, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of the clip shows and all of that. I think this was done very well. Mm. If you're gonna do it, it wasn't the entire episode. It was one scene. Right. You were very, very quick. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, it flipped through them, but it honestly reminded me of like our our what was the top ten silent episode or right, silent right, scenes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just sort of that whole. Okay, mm-hmm. now we're in a visual medium, and we're not going to show any visuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by just fair looking enough. at their feet. Yeah. So, okay. Fair you. enough. All right. And, and I know I'm not done because I got more, but and I I'm <laughs> glad that debate happened, and I want to round up by saying, listen, I'm. I appreciate it. So you called it out. It wasn't the whole episode. That's what saved it for me because I was very yeah. worried that I'm like, oh, fuck, is this what this episode's going to be? And it was about a third of the episode was this. So that was too much for me. I, but 
And, and, and by contrast, the very first episode of the season, I actually called out and appreciated all the subtle nods they made to previous seasons and things. So they can like, like Casey, you called it out. You can make mention to things and then it triggers our memories. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't need to show it. And I, I've always had issue with that. That's my opinion. Let me okay. just fix your math. Uh, that the the skids basement was one third of the episode. The the these flashback scenes was maybe one twentieth of the episode. Yeah, but they were all leading up to uh, the flash. They always talk about the flashback before they show it. Okay, anyways, guys, mo- let's, moving let's, on. Let's let's let our guest have a word well, now. Can I, so. Hold on, oh, some, I will. Oh, okay. There's a whole other scene I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. You guys dominated my time. Yeah, yeah. No, so no. he's reclaiming your, his time. I'm reclaiming my time. It's my time, guys. Mm-hmm. So. That said, the rest of the episode, I actually really loved. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a lot of really top-notch up. The Lily Wayne scene, amazing. The gas station scene, Casey, I agree with you. That's one of the best scenes of the whole thing. Mickey, I, I is DGen or not, I'm adoring him and what mm-hmm. he's bringing to the scene, to these scenes. It's amazing. Because he's using wanna... their he's also using their language against them, right? Like yeah. to, to there he says he's like a sm- he's like a smart-ish DGen, yeah, and it's yeah. he knows how to speak them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I totally he's agree. He's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. The scene I want to talk about that I really loved and I seeing what Kiso is doing was the run and gun scene. Okay. So to me, and here's why I made a call in the last episode of a, of um, a moment that like there was the snatch reference to me, this is an, a whole secondary snatch reference mm. to the hair coursing scene in snatch. So if you haven't seen the movie snatch, there's a whole scene. Oh, you just blew Casey's coursing. mind. <laughs> and where hair coursing is, if you, if you don't know, they release a hair into a field and they release dogs after to see if they can proper fuck the hair, mm. right? So it's exactly <gasps> the same concept. Even the music was very similar to what oh. was used in Snatch, where You're these so bunch of right. DJs, the Pikeys, um, the let the they go cor- hair coursing. So I loved that aspect. As soon as it started, as soon as they slow motion walked into the field, I'm like, this is snatch. So this is key. So <laughs> taking another nod to Brad Pitt and, and all that and saying, hey, I see you. This is what I'm doing. And, Love it. And the character they chose is rad ass. Not, not yeah. a rabbit, but you know, uh, you know, uh, yeah. a rodent. So <laughs> it is one in my, and I could be completely off, but I feel this is, a, is absolutely another reference to snatch. And I loved it for that, from the wow. music to the how they shot it to the, like the slow motion, the the drinking, the excitement, everything mm-hmm. about it was a replication of that scene from Snatch, which again is one of my favorite movies. So I loved it, mm-hmm. um, and kudos for how they pulled it off. So I think most didn't see that, but go watch Snatch now, and then you'll know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. So I'm surprised we're not watching Snatch right now. <laughs> yeah, we're, so who says sports, we're not? <laughs> yeah, go sports no, but We talk movies. This is where I shine. Yeah. I see this shit. I know what's going on. I think you just blew it. Casey's mind. Um, yeah. and, and you did. By the way, yeah. the song's choice in that scene, so fucking good. Yeah, I had it pulled up here somewhere. I got it. Don't worry. It's it, yeah, it, yeah. it might be coming up later. Yeah. Sarah. So I'll, yeah, Sarah, please Sarah, go, tell us what you thought here. of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, no ratings Sarah. yet. Just overall. Guests need to go first next time. <laughs> um, no, it's okay because you guys hit a lot of really good points, and uh, um, so I I thought it was funny how. Tannis and Shania seem to just be hanging out at Modine's <laughs> yeah. and like butting into conversations, at least with like Riley and Jonesy. This is the at least second time it's happened this season. Yeah. And it just it started cracking me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love her advice, you know, just 
because the dum-dums aren't smart enough to think of that themselves. Right. Um, but it was dead on what they needed to do. The um actually I'm gonna hit Awesome's point. Mick is a manipulator, he's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. His his behavior and his speech, classic, separate, create division, create desperation, make the abused feel like that they have no the abuser is the best they're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pulling all of that stuff out in that. Yeah. So, um, I think that's pretty much. That's yeah. That that is classic uh, for, uh, you know, even like an abusive relationship. Yeah, yeah I'm, classic I'm, manipulation. Yeah. Red flag. <laughs> I love the uh, during the, <laughs> the the Mexican scene where they're saying, oh, "We want to show you, you can have everything you have in Mexico up in Letterkenny. The sunshine, it's in the fucking dark. Uh, yeah. The the beach, <laughs> you can barely see the lake. Like uh, <laughs> the, everything about it is just so comical. All right, let's- and, and Tana showing up randomly totally reminded me of the prostate. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like uh, they've, they've uh, Tannis and Shania have like this new role. Well, not new, but anyway, this role on Letter Kenny to show up and kind of be the uh, the oracles. Victor, yeah. let's go to you for your rating. What do you give this episode? Uh yeah, the the it's this one's easy. You got to give it a fresh. Mm. Uh, it was it was an enjoyable episode from beginning to end, with a, a bit of a you know hiccup uh, at the beginning. So um. Trace's uh, cold open script, he got it wrong then, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and which which makes it even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I love this episode. I, lo- I I enjoyed the cold open. I think, I'm trying to think, is it the best cold open of the season so far? Maybe it might be. Um, I, I love the gas station scene. I think is one of the best scenes everything about it i i didn't the flashbacks did not bother me at all i like that they're they're kind of grappling with getting older and and what all that means them talking about gas prices is so fucking dad like (laughs) right like it's so dad them talking about the price of gas so this one here for me is definitely 100 percent afresh casey um i respectfully disagree um i i will say i I agree that this was the most delightful of the shows of the episodes so far. Um, I, I felt attacked when they started talking about being old. Um, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. We all have to acknowledge it, uh-huh. but like, I don't watch TV to acknowledge the fact that I'm aging. I watch TV to escape. Mm. So, uh, um, However, I never, I never expected to like feel a kind of way about some degens, but I think seeing them as people, um, in their own like little world could have mm-hmm. happened earlier in the series. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have liked to have seen more just like degeneracy, just general right. degenerates, um, earlier on, so we could have more of a a context. Sure. Like build it up more. Um, for me, this is a very high clearance. Wow. Um, but it's not not fresh I, to me. I, I, so I'm I'm a little surprised just because you know you warned us that you you were going to have some criticisms, but in your review that you gave earlier, yeah, you yeah. pretty much were giving it high praise throughout, except mm. for the scene that we all agreed that was a little weak. But for but then you kind of went in on how much you loved the scenes and in fact how maybe they were some of your favorite scenes out of the entire series. Mm. One 
the gas station scene. Um, and everything else that I commented on pretty much had to do with Jared's eyes and the way people looked. And <laughs> yeah, but you kept going on about it. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's why it's a high clearance because like everything else to me felt meh. Like the sh- I can't get away from the shoes and the flashback. Um, the, if the the structure of the entire you guys don't want any of this. Like I'm I'm not a big fan of this last season. Mm. Like just full just. Full, I'm gonna put it out there, and wow. I I am a huge Kiso apologist, mm-hmm. but this season did not <laughs> hit well for me. So actually, a high clearance is really high relative to what I would have given so far. Okay, right. then. we're gonna so. take our, our flowers and go. Um, <laughs> Matt, sorry, what do you give this one? Uh, like I said, I'm torn on this one. Um, cold open, loved the snooters bit. Didn't hit at all. And I, and I'm normally pretty positive on everything I see. I did not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Katie, um, scenes, they were fun, but nothing memorable there to me. The DJ line top notch that all rounds out. I would call it a high clearance as well. What's going on here. <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I was, if they, if they just removed that snooter scene, it would have been an easy fresh that I really had a hard time with that. Hmm. yeah me too me too but but i think the uh, so i agree i think we're all we're all in agreement about that snooter scene uh and it's for slightly different reasons but for the most part we're in agreement i think you take you have one third but you still have two other thirds that are pretty solid Mm -hmm. right um so i don't know 66 percent in school is a c right Tobias so is right not. in the live stream. He says we're in the upside down right now. Right. This is very confusing. But like, and listen, <laughs> I have rated this. I have rated this season pretty high. So I think I've been all freshes so far. And what I've loved most is even when there's moments I haven't loved, the overall episode seems very balanced. This one was very this big. This one scene was very heavy to me in a negative that I didn't feel enough to reward the fresh. Yeah, I just that, feel that, like that's it. Yeah, and that's fine. Like simple math, you, you're right. It's like sixty percent, sixty six percent. But, but I think you these scenes score differently, right? Because I mean, you all of you guys are gushing over the the uh, uh, gas, gas station scene. Yeah, it was fantastic. Right. So, so that one immediately gets high high praise. It wasn't even that long, but mm-hmm. but the way that it was done was really excellent. And I think the 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 final DJ scene, or or. All the DGen scenes mm-hmm. were Great. excellent. Everything yeah. from the cold yeah. open to the to the you know uh, 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 building up to the final scene with the straws and whatnot. Everything was so 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 well done, yeah. mm-hmm. and it made yeah. you like almost like you're sitting almost on the edge of your seat mm-hmm. in that final scene, thinking, yeah. "What the hell's going to happen?" Yeah. yeah. Um, I- and I thought that you you can't simply say, "Well, you know, that scene was not good, but the other scenes, the, you got to score them Except differently." You can. And, no, but I, well, I you can. can. You can do whatever you want, <laughs> but I'm going to give you my opinion that. <laughs> but you already did, Victor. It's, it's <laughs> He's trying to. Al should, Al, should I or should you? Like, clearance doesn't mean I didn't like the episode, no. right? Yeah. Right. Okay. It just go on, Al. Tell us again. Yes. How, how Clarence, does it go? How do you say? Yeah, it clearance is not a bad rating. It just there's yeah something. It didn't put over the top. I get it. Yeah. It's kind of fine. We'll move on. <laughs> Sarah, what did you think of this episode? She got a doozy. Eh? <laughs> yeah, she got one. Um, I I'm going with the fresh. I like how they did the clips and the yeah the clips and I. There was so much good in the episode. I honestly forgot about what I didn't like about the snooter scene. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I love how like we're having a lot of scenes, a lot of that have a lot of the characters in it. We're seeing a lot of everybody Mm -hmm. that shoes. (laughs) (laughs) that that rat ass and sled head were brought back i mean we wouldn't have missed them if they weren't there but it's cool that you know and and all of alistair orson what whatever the fuck westward yates yeah yeah, like they (laughs) really have brought you know the Mm -hmm. it's still weird to me to see tyson and mcmurray hanging out Mm -hmm. and tyson and bonnie hanging out those Mm -hmm. are some weird things Mm -hmm. but I also think they're really setting up the the theme. They're following through the, the theme of the season mm-hmm. of we're, you know we're tired, we're tired, we're we're, we're past we're, this. We've yeah. aged. I, I yeah. don't know how to. We're getting it, older. Yeah, yeah. It goes with the cold open from the first episode. You're yeah. not wrong. And and they're talking about. So I think I think they're wrapping it together well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're giving everybody their chance, their bow. Yeah, right. They're 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 yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm enjoying this. All right, so we're moving on. Thank you, Sarah, for your fresh rating. I, I agree with you, and so does Victor. I don't know what that says about <laughs> about that, but we'll move on to MVPs. Victor, what and or who? And don't give it to Fiona, even though it's her birthday. What's your MVP? For <laughs> I'd <that>? love to <laughs> give it to Fiona. In fact, well, let's just say it. She's the runner up. Runner up. Okay. Um, but. I don't know, you, you know, in the world, in the Letterkenny universe, only one person deserves uh, the MVP in this episode, and that's Radass. Fuck. I mean, Seriously. to be to to be selecting the short straw, and then you got to be running, and and Wyatt, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, is shooting at you. You say Wyatt. I mean, Wyatt Are you thinking Wyatt Earp? Alistair. Like Alistair Orson. Like, how do you go from Wyatt You were, you were that close, bud. <laughs> what a mess. That close. That yeah, close. yeah, yeah. We're we're in the we're in the hemisphere. Um anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know how you could give it to anybody else except mm-hmm. the guy's got to run from a rifle. I you know. Uh, okay. Uh, it's it's kind of the the thing writes itself. Um, uh, he's not even one of my runner ups. Let's see. Uh, my MVP, uh, I, you know what? I'm cause I, I kind of like the scenes he was in the cold open, the gas station scene. And, and I agree with, with you, Matt, um, Mickey is, uh, um, like a fun character to, to be watching. Yes. He's, he's doing all the manipulation and stuff, but I, I like, uh, I like the way he's playing it and, and the manipulation is what's driving the story forward. And I think he's doing it. He's playing a really good heel. Uh, and uh, so I got to give it to Mickey in this one. Casey? Yeah, I don't disagree with that, but he would be my runner up. Okay. Um, uh, My number one MVP has been and will be from this episode. Jared's eyes? Um, <laughs> no, the nared squirrel. <laughs> that, that was going to be victor's <laughs> that thing that thing needs to have a, sh- a t-shirt um i could narrow a squirrel for you i feel like that's the ultimate like that's the new tiktok trend that's gonna be a new tiktok like, trend right there yeah there's just so much there so there thank you for squirrel. that hippo victor think of all the poor um, cold squirrels that are gonna be now this becomes a trend 
Like, because it was in place of an iguana. <laughs> like, so obviously, you take a squirrel, you shave it, or you nair it. and Nair it, you nair it. That's as good as an iguana. Okay. I can imagine Don't Stuart, like, feeding it, like, nuts by hand while it's just sitting there for the five to ten minutes or doing a patch test on its little belly. Oh, um, I like that Rold said he needed to use the nair first. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah he asked for the nair first. Yeah. Like yeah. there were good, there were awesome lines in that scene. There were. Yes. Mm-hmm. He needs to fuck a true, uh, what was it? Matador. Matador. Uh, <laughs> Red, uh, Pronto. Pronto. <laughs> Matt. Yeah, I wrote that one down. Your MVP, Matt. <laughs> uh, I'll lead with my MVP and then give my runner up. So mm. one of the easiest MVPs is Mickey. Mm-hmm. Um, from the cold open to the gas station to the spec on my name, uh, scene <laughs> like, like this guy came into a season with some juggernauts who have been carrying this show for years mm-hmm. and has absolutely like put himself in a place that should be respected. He is whether you love the DJs or not, I can't see another person stepping into that role and this season being as enjoyable. I I'm, think Yeah, I'm glad they brought somebody stellar. different in and not given Fact. this maybe to some somebody that was already there, right? Like we've already had yeah, enough Jive Jive and Pete and it doesn't seem like any of the other ones could have carried the storyline like And he's not yeah. just the Dirk's wannabe, like he's no. his no. own no. character. No. So, yeah. He's really such like, he is just he is just delivering his role with such perfection i'm absolutely mm. loving it um mm. the runner-up i want to call which i think will be a little surprising was uh mcmurray oh. so that that one scene where he throws the phone at him and oh says, right, right. Yeah, whatever yeah. is like yeah. you haven't seen it dan petronevich petronevich delivery Pet- in that petronevich isn't it petronevich okay dan his delivery <laughs> is in that whole scene is one of the most genuine, authentic deliveries of some dialogue I've seen in the show in a long time. Mm-hmm. You see something different turned on in him. It's not the typical McMurray. The seriousness that he brings, it shows what that guy is capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a just a couple short lines he gives there, but they hit hard and they and I did they didn't go unnoticed. So I want to call that out. Um, There's a couple fantastic moments there by him. Okay, yeah, that's a, it's not a bad call at all. Uh, Sarah, your MVP. Um, uh, I'm sort of changing what I had originally picked. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think I'm going to do my runner up as, as Tannis. Just all right. Good advice, and mm-hmm. you know, make a girl feel special, and she's yours forever. Yes, she might fuck other guys, oh. <laughs> but she's still oh, yours. I love forever. that. <laughs> but um, and then Riley and Jonesy for actually admitting that they don't want Katie to go and doing something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the dum-dums don't usually. Aww. Yeah. They're being so. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah. getting to Riley and strings, Did they Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even with all that cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you said the Mexican scene, I almost got in there and was like, I'm pretty sure that's not PC, but you said it, buddy. <laughs> I do like that when they started that scene, mm-hmm. Riley is like, he said he's spicing the carnitas, but he's brushing this something off of it his It looks arm. like spray tan or something that he's, he's like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I hope he wasn't th- like, he, had, he didn't have a notion of something, you know. Maybe it was some leftover ounce <clears throat> of pre that he had generated <laughs> earlier. And this kind of spice. Yeah. Oh, the salt bay? Yeah. yeah. 
All right, cool. Uh, thank you so much for that. I uh, just uh, want to move on really quickly to some news. And I mean, I've already I'd set it off the top, but yes, next Monday, we're going to have Ali Pierce visit us. And the following Monday, Ellen Jade has been uh, um, uh, confirmed. So looking forward to having Shania on and, and, uh, and, and doing that for sure. Uh, we do have one listener comment here from our buddy. Well, many listener comments, but I chose one from our friend PJ, uh, Victor's friend. I like this episode. Didn't love it, but um, oh, he's talking about last week's episode. But I'm not going to be as harsh as I was in uh, uh, season twelve, episode one, or as Victor for his uh, for this episode. Uh, Derry seemed uh, very conflicted on how the DGens were acting, and I was surprised that he admitted repeatedly that he was a DGen. So thank you, PJ, for uh, listening. And actually, he just joined. Well, he he'd been on the Discord. He'd been a member of Discord for a while, but he just started becoming active on it. So hopefully, he can continue doing that. We appreciate I should you. I should mention that uh, there's a squirrel that comes to our house at lunchtime. You're gonna um, it? and and. Uh, and no, uh, well, now I have to think about it. But yeah, he comes because we give him ca- cashews, and he enjoys the cashews oh, very much. Okay. And his name is PJ. Um, oh, wow. And and yeah, PJ stands for Peanut Junior because Peanut was a, his. You know, Peanut used to live with us. He mm-hmm. he he was uh, really really a great squirrel. It was about three years ago, and he kind of built himself a little house in this little area that we have on the outside, and he actually used drywall, and he was a really smart squirrel. Wow, drywall. Um, and Did he go to, like, home squirrel Home Depot and pick up I don't up know. He was, he was bringing sheets. stuff to build a nest, and he actually brought some drywall. I don't know where he found it, <laughs> wow. but it was really, really Squir- smart. Squirrels don't give a fuck. No. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this is, so I feel like this is a descendant of peanut because Mm. he comes right up to our screen door and waits for, for us. And he's not scared at all. Mm. Um, and we called him uh, PJ. So there you go. There you go. So maybe this is PJ. Uh, Maybe he just learned, he he got himself a Twitter (laughs) account and he's, uh, (laughs) he's a grateful dead fan. So maybe not. Anyway, thank you so much. (laughs) We're going to go around with our final comments. Victor, it's to you first. (laughs) Uh, what can we say? Uh, Sarah, uh, you are very patient and you have lots of perseverance and we appreciate you for that, uh, for putting up with us. Uh, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, Casey, uh, you've done a pretty good job of playing Tanya, maybe uh, a little more, uh, with a few more, few more hard edges, I think. Uh, maybe Tanya is a little softer, but uh, I think you need that balance. So I appreciate that. Um but uh, yeah, you were uh, fantastic as always, and you're also welcome back anytime. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and uh, lots of love. All right, I agree, Sarah. Thank you so much for doing this today. Uh, sorry you didn't get a, a unicorn, but what you got is even more rare. You got Victor and I aligning, and Matt and and Casey aligning yeah. in yeah. opposite directions. So I think what you got is a lot more rare. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, uh, Casey. Thanks for <laughs> sliding in. Uh, you know. Coming off the bench, you did great. <laughs> Sliding into Tanya's box. Yeah, there you I go. mean, spot. I mean, seat. <laughs> Slip and slide. Appreciate it. The ring looks amazing on you. So does the Gus and Bruno uh, t-shirt. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun tonight, guys. Um, Casey? Thank you, Sarah, for putting up with us and wanting to be here with us. Uh, tonight was a, I think it was a unicorn night for the reasons that Al said. <laughs> um, thanks for calling me up. I will always say yes. And Victor, I appreciate you noticing my hard edges because I would never try to replace Tanya. I just try to be me. So thank you for acknowledging my my rough edges. <laughs> um, you guys are the best. And thank you for cheering up my very long week and a half. Awesome. Um, Matt. 
Yeah, I know we've all had long weeks in our own respects and different reasons. Funny enough, this evening before even joining, Jen was asking if I should sit this one out because I've just been exhausted. Like mm. it's been a I, just for whatever, a lot of sickness around here. I've had some long days, sleepless nights, nothing particular, just one of those weeks. And she's like, maybe you should just sit it out. And I said, you know what? This is fun and I need fun. Um, and it didn't disappoint Sarah. Thanks so much for joining and putting up with our shit. And, uh, yeah, I think Al's right. You kind of got an interesting one. Uh, this one took some curveballs, and, uh, this is, these are the ones I have the most fun with where we get some, some banter and some controversy and disagreement here from Brody Stan. That's what, whoa, what are you playing Al? Sorry about that. I don't know what wow. happened there. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like what I was saying. Oh my bad! You're, he's oh. playing you off at the like the phone. I know. I was like the, or something. <laughs> I was thinking the same shit. I'm like, I didn't even it in either. He I, just threw it down. I got hard. somebody messaged no. me, and I was checking the message. I didn't know there was a video attached. At my bad. Yeah, we've been hearing your so... little patings all evening. So. <laughs> I love how he's playing you off the stage. No, I'm not playing him. <laughs> Matt, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're you're not. It's okay. I still love you, brother. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad of me. I, uh... <laughs> it's our first. This is our first episode, right? We're yeah. working the kinks out, guys. Yeah, yeah. We might. <laughs> we, we might. Uh, <laughs> we might apply for an award in a year. Or three. Yeah. <laughs> we just jump timelines, and yeah. this is episode zero. <laughs> but all in. Yeah. See, this is continues. This is fun. This is why I continue to do this. We continue to do this. Casey, thanks for jumping in. We always love you, Sarah. Thanks for coming out. You other idiots, you know, I'm used to you guys, so it's fun. And we'll keep doing it as long as uh, as long as we can. All right. And Sarah, you get the last word. Well, thanks for letting me join you guys. Um, this banter is, is why part of the reason why I like the pod and like the community. Um, I have listening to you for a year now. I've learned a lot more about film and TV and gained a better appreciation for camera work, artwork, so much more about shows in addition to Letter Kenny. I definitely watch TV differently now and I appreciate that. As well as the community you mm-hmm. created. So thanks for letting me join. Oh, we appreciate you joining. And yes, uh, hopefully we haven't ruined watching TV for you because <laughs> <laughs> I can understand how you know watching more critically can can get in the way of enjoyment. All right, we're gonna play us off here, or I'm gonna play us off here with uh oh shit! I didn't load the song. What? Where this? Where's the song? One job. God damn. Okay. Beaver's fun by Gopa. Wait, and then let me just. Uh, you can add it later. Here it is. Yeah, Fever's son by uh. Gopa. I'm reading as Gopa. Gopa. Yeah. Let's let's do that. I'm gonna open it in my Windows Media Player so we can. Uh, That's still a thing. I know. Using iPaint. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Awesome writes Gopa in the live stream. Like we know what it, how to read it. We just don't know how to say it. <laughs> Guapa. Guapa. Guapa yeah. means beautiful in Spanish. The U and A are the other way around. Gopa. This is a great song and it perfectly used during the scene. Guapa. It felt very the crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a very long song too, so I won't wait for the. Uh, <laughs> That's all we have for this episode. Next week, we will recap and review episode five of season 12, Stuck, with our new buddy, Rebecca. 
If you'd like to support the podcast, please tell a friend. Also, follow us on most social media outlets at ProtostanPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go hang out with our friends in the after party. On behalf of Sarah, Casey, Matt, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week. Bye.